on the Spencer's the Pez, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys! This is a Fanboy Planet podcast yes. in color. Yes. And here's your host, a man who's devoted his entire life to his personal war on crime, Derek McCaw. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Good that you're keeping it personal. Uh, it, it, well, it's got to be personal. I wish that all of crime had one throat and my hands were around it. There you go. Yes. I thought you said earlier one butt, and there. <laughs> okay, and that wasn't we'll that okay, wasn't sorry. that wasn't my personal war on crime. Oh, okay, got Stay it. On the <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Uh, so we are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, the only place where Lon Lopez would buy his comics if he could afford comics in this economy. Who can? Uh, I can afford a couple. so I can't. Uh, okay, and that, of course, is my, my, my announcer there to my left, Mr. Too Loud Lopez. Too Loud Lopez. We're working on it. Uh, yes. Across from, he- from him, occasionally commenting in between bites of burrito. Michael, hey, I went to school and got into the medical field. Medical field, just fine. Good <laughs> And make my old cold cream, too. You a, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a pharmaceutical. Do you abbreviate that or is that <laughs> or something? The medical field, it makes you sound very, very sophisticated. It does, but I really just sell drugs. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah. There's a lot of people on the corner who can say that. And across from us, uh, from me is, of course, is good. Yeah, moral compass and sound engineer. Rick Brett Snyder. There we are. I got nothing to say about myself. Nothing? It's probably a nothing. good thing at this point. Did you guys all yeah. have a good Thanksgiving? I had a great one. How about your Black, I was all right. How about your black Friday? Vegas, baby. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I worked the streets. Oh, wow. Okay, well. We yes, you didn't back. see Rick's updates with the pussycat dolls. You didn't see those videos. I did. Yeah, I was afraid I was being Rickrolled. I'm not even sure. What be, I'm, I'm not even sure what being Rickrolled is. Rick does not Rickroll. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll Rickroll you one of these and days. I just I'll let know. you know. No, don't. Now we went into Pure, the uh, the big nightclub and and uh, Caesars, and they have a pussycat dolls franchise there. They have a franchise? Uh, they, have a fran- they were not a band. I mean, they were a, a club, like a burlesque show yeah. before they were a band. Ah, now but it's they, all clicking they into did, place. They did a lot but of now the they hire minimum wage workers, and it's a, it's a franchise. But it's almost like a theme. Startup capital they may be minimum wage, but they were a high class. Oh, it's Vegas, baby. Yep. Okay, well, that's 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 great. Someday uh, we've been invited to the CES to some events at Sony. Really? For for uh, Vegas. So if any of you guys can go, I'm just saying right now I can get. Right you now, the, the hard part is getting a hotel room. I can get you into the Sony poker game, though. Okay, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> I think Michael Goodson just schmedged. Tempting. <laughs> As a former CES attendee, you want to go into that Sony I poker so game? I do. <laughs> yeah. Well. Could be. Um, Andrew, call me. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, what do we got cracking we, this week, we got, Derek? We got a, a couple of major comic storylines have come come to an end today, or uh, and, which, of course, just rolls into another major comic storyline, but there you go. Yay! Uh, it's kind of like life. Yeah, we got a comic book uh, movie uh, opening this week, which, of course, none of us have seen, so we're going to talk about it anyway, as if we have. Uh, we got some DVDs, video games, and, of course, you know, kind of maybe this holiday wish list kind of thing going on. So we'll, Already? We'll, we'll go. Well, I guess there's only how many shopping days till Christmas? Uh, 22? 21? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, now I got a. Oh, yeah. And, uh, this and of course, just in. This just <laughs> in. Actually, I did uh, get this earlier today and read it. That the la- the, I figured the, it was right up your alley. The latest of. Okay, that's a little awkward, but okay. This, uh, the latest of DC's uh, children's books uh, came out today Supergirl in the Eighth Grade. Although I don't think that's actually it's what like they're calling it. It's like a cosmic high school eighth grade or something like that. No, she's, uh, she's just, uh, it's just telling the origin of Supergirl making her an eighth grader here on Earth. Right. And so, that's awkward. No, I thought the title of it was something that had cosmic or something. <coughs> in it, it's so. going to be Cosmic Adventures of Supergirl or something. Yeah. And it's uh, definitely aimed at, uh, at young girls and uh, about time that they. That DC delivered a Supergirl that was actually appropriate for girls to read, so instead of the. So she's not wearing the miniskirt. No, well, oh. she is wearing the miniskirt, but she's got leggings underneath, yeah. which is far oh. more realistic to the girls that I know. Sure. So she's kind of a nerdy <laughs> so, Supergirl sure. then. Uh, a little bit. She's it's kind of a indie punk. What kind of art style would you call that? It harkens back to like uh, mod. I, no, he was trying to kind of match what the what Mike Kunkel is doing with the yeah. with the magic of Shazam. Uh, mm-hmm. Book, uh, which wait, can I ask you something? Sure. When, when Supergirl's in eighth grade, I don't. Okay, I don't know the Supergirl lore, so maybe you can explain many different lores. Who, when she's in eighth grade, who's her guardians and parents? Superman. Superman. Yeah. Oh, so she's like uncle or their cousins. 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 Yeah. So he's her. He's her legal. She was guardian. originally an so orphan. She, she was him? originally an orphan in an. Or- he placed her in an orphanage, uh, and then she was adopted by a couple. I thought she lived in a hollowed out tree. No, she had. She kept her wig in an oh, hollowed that's out right. tree. That's right. And the Keebler elves attended to her every need. Yes, that's it. Uh, Are you she, being real? Or I don't. Not the Keebler elves part. Oh, but okay. really, But there the really was. Tree. There was a hollow tree. Because I know nothing whole, about she Supergirl. Had, she had like her clothes. There were cookies. Because for like five, <laughs> for like five years, in the comics, they said she was operating in secret. So it was all like aimed at yeah. being like a kind of a superpower. Almost like Smallville. <laughs> a superpowered Betty, you know, for Betty and Veronica Archie comic, and it was definitely aimed at young girls. Originally and now it finally is again because it's been in the regular comics. She's like, she's flirty. 16, 17. She's, yeah, she's flirty. She's boy crazy. She's boy crazy and she's angry all the time. A little she's more really on par with teenagers crazy. you know, though, right? That, that might be a little more on par with realistic. <laughs> Bratty, a little slutty. But I'd like to believe that in comics, we're trying to show people how, sure, you, could, sure. you know, our heroes are a little more, you mm-hmm. know, and especially if you're doing a kid's comic. I mean, you know, well, when San Jose has been constructed by Brainiac, I'll fall for it, okay? San Jose was constructed by Brainiac? No, when it is. Or abducted, is that what you mean? Didn't Brainiac construct the current metropolis? Oh, uh, yes, Brainiac 13, well, a version, yes. Welcome to the conversation. <sighs> so many different... By the well, way, I'm glad I stopped uh, collecting uh, Supergirl, then. Uh, you should be. You never started. But this is a mini-series, mini re- so it's like six issues? I think this is meant to be an ongoing... And it's just the kids' books are on their own little as long as there's sales. I'm going to go back. We're, we're not picking that up, by the way. So, um, and then they announced, of course, that it, in that book that in a, in a month they'll be doing a Brave and the Bold book for uh, based on the animated series too. So that'll be fun. They're really making a good. I, push. I finally got around to watching an episode of the Brave and the Bold. It's, uh, 
Wait, was there one this last Friday? Or no, no, there was not one good, for Thanksgiving. Okay. So. I was a little disappointed. You guys kind of hyped it up like it was a great show. But I like it. It was clearly for kids. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what we said. Okay. And you're not a kid, Michael. Oh, oh but I'm a kid at heart. I'm a fan no, boy. No, although, no, although, can no, we talk about no? the Plastic Man ish, uh, episode? Did you see that one? That's the only yeah. reason I started I, watching it because I saw I that there was a, a Plastic Man. Does it say she's number one? Uh, number one of six. You are vindicated. Cosmic Adventures. Uh-huh. Oh, Cosmic Adventures in the eighth grade. Yes. Okay. You just got faced, McCall. I believe you're about I got to be Zorlak. I believe there I got go. served. <laughs> I did get served. Be careful with this, though, because it's actual newsprint. DC. That's the last one on the shelf, too, so it's, it's, it's sold out, almost sold out it here. Could, it could be. And I like what DC's doing he with bought these. bought two copies. With, no, I only bought one. With these kids' books, is it, it's it's just it's back the way comics used to be. Yeah. It is just the cheaper newsprint, so they can afford to make it a little lower price point. It's 250 Lower page count. Can so, I make a quick so comics used to be? Uh, can I back yeah. you up on that? Sure. Uh, so recently, I purchased some of the G.I. Joe 25th anniversary uh, figures yes. that come with comics. And they come with these fun little, you know, like stories that just, they're self-contained issues, whatever. They're All around written, the figure that you just bought? Pretty much. And yeah. they're written by Larry Hama. And, I, you know, I was just reading them, you know, in between whatever. I had so much fun reading the self-contained fun issue where the good guy has to beat the bad guy and it does it. And I was like sitting there going... Man, it was so awesome when comics used to be fun wouldn't like you, this. You wouldn't know? you rather pay four hundred dollars for like an awesome Marvel crossover and all the parts? <sighs> no. So yeah. would would I take this moment to suggest that this might be like your first gift recommendation for Christmas? Is get is is this twenty fifth anniversary GI Joe sets? Well, maybe not as a recommendation, but I was just saying that. Well, you had for, fun for maybe like start you know, like to get a youngster into maybe toys and comics at the same time. It's a good afternoon, you know what I mean? So Sure. And we've but done I mean, our just, job. But just to make the point of, yeah, they should make comics fun again, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Especially just, for kids. Yes, for everyone, if they want to keep selling them, it's like Goodson says. Like, who wants to pay $400 for a Have you noticed that epic? the <clears throat> fanboy podcast has turned into a lot of old curmudgeons just going, well, comics suck these days and they're too expensive and well, the storylines aren't any good. I don't good, know how you've but, noticed uh, that because you never listen. No, <laughs> that's usually what I'm saying. <laughs> well, on the flip side, though, is, is like how many people you hear going, man, that was awesome. I dropped $400 and I read Secret Invasion. And Every it was page great. was worth it. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if no, it's I just No, I have <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it's us being But clearly bitter. people have been dropping that money, and people have been, but, you know, again. Then again, I think if you're sure. dropping $400, you want to just justify your your, your savings. <laughs> right. I loved every page. No, what do you mean? I it can't sucked. eat. <laughs> but, oh. Uh, okay, so one that uh, Grant Morrison told us not to drop $400 on was the Batman R.I.P. thing, mm-hmm. uh, which came to an end last week and then has last rights came comes out it came out this week. Wait, yeah. is this the one when's a uh, battle for the cowl come out? Is that part of this? Or? Probably in a month or two. So oh. they were hurrying they're kind of hurrying to get them out so that it all ties into final crisis. I still um I I was sort of satisfied and thought I understood what was going on in Batman RIP and I'm not going to spoil it cuz I know I have uh, no, Michael, no, no, Michael no, no, has no, no, had a chance. No, 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 no I'm going to no, catch no, no, up. No, 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 no. I that. Oh, damn you, Rick. Yeah, yeah I was Michael I was hoping for Derek spoiler to walk away again. Uh, and, oh, we can do it off air. But Batman Last Rights came out today. This issue, the next issue, and wait, can you explain something to me? Yes. What does Last Rights mean in the sense? Is that like when they say you're you're gonna die? Yeah. Right. Is that the, the priest comes in and reads you your last? Okay. Yes. So, last your soul chance to say you love Jesus you, before you leave. So, so R.I.P. is basically Rest predicting he's gonna you die. die. 
And then Last Rites is it, basically saying, you're about to die. Well, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. basically... They did get it kind of out of order. ...ends with the implication that uh, between the last two or three pages, like six months have passed and no one has seen Batman. Uh, kind of like at the beginning. What was the last crossover we had where Batman disappeared for a year? Or was 52. It? 52. Yeah. Which, the, which the R.I.P. does tie directly into and has explained what happened. So there's been Grant like a, Morrison's been thinking about this for a long, long uh, okay. time and definitely leading up to it. So and, there's been but, like a couple good gaps now where Batman's just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. But you were happy with it? I was happy with it. And then Last Rites came out, and now I'm not sure what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not by Morrison, oh, though? Different writer. No, Grant Morrison is doing it, too. So, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping to <laughs> but grab on the But it is there, tying but. directly into Final Crisis, where we know we've seen uh, already an image in Final Crisis of Batman being captured by the forces of apocalypse and so last rise is basically dealing with that but it's just it was kind of oh. but we don't know which batman that is we do oh, but we don't know yeah. how much of what we've been reading for the last year is i hate that real what i'd really love is a comic that came with a toy yeah <laughs> those at are this fun. point at this point that would be good no, i'll bring those in at the you end of it I'd ha- at the end of it i'd have a toy, toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i would like that i would have a Batman of Zuren La uh, action figure. Sure. The Rainbow Batman would be fo- maybe a Batmite. Patchwork Batman. That would be cool. That would be cool. Camping Spider-Man. Because basically Grant Morrison, before whatever the reality-altering thing goes again, is that basically his goal, because uh, his stated goal was to fit every single Batman story into continuity. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Grant. So here's the question. We know that well, he didn't write. He didn't rewrite uh, Batman R.I.P. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Final Crisis. I thought maybe he rewrote the ending of Batman R.I.P. and that's why it doesn't match no. up with Last Rights. But that no, <clears throat> I'm clearly it, high. It, he's writing Batman R.I.P. Last Rights and Final Crisis, right? Yes. So, so they're all match. They're all dovetailing. We're just not sure how yet. So, um, it's definitely it, it, it definitely had some cool things going on. But it's like it's one of those, as I said. So you basically read a comic that kind of ended, and you weren't really kind of. I was. I was happy with the ending. I was like, okay, now I want to see what's next. Then what came next? And I went, I'm confused again. I'm but weren't wait. you confused at the beginning of the Batman R.I.P. series? Too? I was too. Yes. Yeah. So well, weren't we all? Yeah. When were you not confused when you were reading this? When I was sleeping. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's when your brain processes my subconscious. <laughs> yeah. Because I subconscious, that's how Grant writes. <laughs> in my subconscious, I understand mm, what Grant Morrison's yeah. saying. And I by the a, way, I've sprouted demon wings from my back. <laughs> Interesting. Because right. I've had a similar experience oh, with another series that has ended recently. Tell me what it was. Uh, the Secret Invasion. Really? Wow, we had planned on talking about that tonight. Final issue. What a coinky dink. Good thing you brought Did it you up. finish it? I did. Anyone else here finish it? I just you, Rick just skinned it. it. Yeah, no. and and Michael doesn't care, so we can go ahead. Um, what are our thoughts? What do we think? Spoiler alert! This spoiler for Secret Invasion takes about nine minutes. So if you don't want the end to Secret Invasion spoiled for you, jump ahead nine minutes now. Ah, uh, yes. If you have not read Secret Invasion, what are you away for? Number eight. You know what? The way this ended was pretty much. In line with pretty much the whole series for me, it was just kind of like, nah, it was all right. You know what I mean? Like, I remember reading the first issue going, nah, I don't know if I buy it. You know, I mean, I didn't really get into the whole initiative. I didn't get, you know, so when this all kind of came together, it was kind of like, just end it, get it over with. You know, I think the problem was that the the Secret Invasion was all... Every panel is crammed full of characters. Right. It wasn't a personal story (laughs) at all. Did you guys catch, I think it was in issue seven, Howard the Duck with a gun? 
Which is how he first appeared, actually. Yeah. But, well, I'm just saying, in, in the, the battle scenes, there's all these battle scenes, and there's a, scene, there's a panel where Howard the Duck's in the corner with a gun in the middle of the fight. So I was like, is that the real Howard the Duck? Is or that is the scroll, scroll Howard the Duck? It has to be a scroll, and I'll tell you why. Because the real Howard the Duck would never get involved in the fight. Okay. Uh, but didn't Reed Richards put a laser down on Earth that exposed all the scrolls? I don't know. I just like, I was I was looking okay, at some I of that. You read Secret Invasion. Anyways, I did, I did, uh, but I was looking. And some of the art got a little too like. There's a there's a shot, and I got to say, uh, uh, like, and I just noticed because it, it stood out where I'm like the Fantastic Reed and Sue are reunited. And for a second, I looked at this one panel where Lionel Yu's art is so lovingly delineated. You're going, I'm not sure if that's Reed or Sue from the back. I had yeah. to look mm-hmm. up again where it's like the buttocks are a little too defined <laughs> for Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic ass, I guess. And uh, it was. He can make it look like whatever he wants. He's to. Mr. Astastic, as I'm going to tell you that. I mean, as for epic story, I mean, there weren't really. There was only maybe one really, like, awesome. You know, fight move. I think when Hawkeye picked up the bow and arrow again, I thought that was kind of a cool scene. That was an issue seven, not an issue eight. But uh, but there were no real like awesome moments of yeah. Well, awesome, and the new status you know? quo is seems like a forced. Uh, the only the only distrust between heroes that I'm buying into is uh, you're left with Thor um, still angry with. Tony Stark, but that was established long ago. He said, and he says yeah. very clearly, "I I will fight. I fought alongside you because of the scrolls, but what you have done is is wrong." And then there's all this distrust left over for somehow it's Tony's fault that the scrolls took over, and that's not nothing in, the, in well, what I read. But had, but in the reality of the situation, whenever something goes that bad. Somebody has to take the fall, yeah. and he was in the highest position to where everybody could blame. Yeah. Whereas so. in Back to Civil War, they blame all the heroes because this, you know, one, yeah. Now you blame now Tony somebody Stark had to go down with the blame, and he was the one who was in charge. Remember and, when you just read a fun story like GI Joe? Well, you remember you were just talking about <laughs> Hawkeye Tony. picking Hawkeye, who's been what is his character been Ronan, Ronan, Ronan yeah. for a long time, picking up a bow, and you thought that was cool. Remember back in the original scroll. Cree War. Hawkeye spent most of the most that. of the series as Giant Man. Mm. Then he was on the Scroll ship and he'd run out of the growth whatever and he fashioned a bow. And it was a pivotal moment. Well, moment they, in the, maybe uh, that was a throwback. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it totally is. I mean, it is essentially a retelling of <laughs> earlier. There was one part, and I don't know if it's in this one or in Seven, where um, uh, Marvel Boy comes back. It's this big moment, and he's like, "This fight is over." And then he doesn't do anything else in the rest of the book. <laughs> I was like, was he wearing short pants? Oh, yeah. Marvel! Yeah. Nobody takes him seriously. Like, why draw pants? that splash page? Why draw that big panel? And then just not go back to him. Like, what did Marvel Boy do to end the fight? <laughs> Nothing. I don't, He's a hero that they keep telling us, like, you know, boy, Marvel Boy is like supposed to be really cool, but they keep not doing anything with no, him. No, he's not cool. He's not. He's not. I think he's going to be the new Captain he Marvel now. With the scroll one. Yeah. Basically, bit but he's it. just a boy. But I, you know, I, also, I wasn't buying into the distrust that they have for the people that were revealed to have been held prisoner all along. So, right, right. Like, they're all like, "Hey, they're free." Like, you know, you know let's and go it's hug like, them. "Oh, we don't trust Spider Woman. Why? Because now she really is Spider Woman, and you know that was the Scroll Queen you trusted." I, right. You know, and it was so wrapped up, really nice and easy at the end too. Like, yeah. Hey, all those people—they could have been dead, but they're not. Hi. They're coming off the ship. Like, they didn't uh, see. It, there didn't seem to be encounters. the real. Once again, you've got. I think. I think we're left with one 
permanent quote unquote death. hero death. Just like Final Crisis. Well, and just like the Civil War, you really only had well, you had. Well, this is a two. pretty key death. Yeah, I guess, but it still it, it just didn't seem like there were that many other consequences to it. So, right. other than a new and nobody was really sad afterwards. Everyone was just going, eh. yeah, yeah, sorry, eh, hey, sorry bad. about it's that a one. War. Yeah. We're due. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, about time. Uh, uh, that one. You that press one, your luck in the hero. Frankly, yeah. either that or it's just the Marvel universe. Everybody's like, oh. Well, He'll be that, back. Which they said over in Final dead. Crisis. Which he is died what, what he loved doing. Which is, yeah. is what they said with Martian Manhunter when they killed him. Is that they, I don't know if you guys picked up the the uh, Requiem. Yes. And and they basically Superman does the eulogy and says we can we can pray for resurrection soon. <laughs> and you know that acknowledgement that yeah he's probably going to be back. Sometimes you, they come back. Sometimes mm-hmm. they come back. Yeah. So. They even do one small vote. It happened to so Martian Manhunter. But, but let's talk yes. about your disappointment with the ending in the sense that here's this epic thing that's finally, you know, printed its last page and you can't or even get your it? you can't even get your last sigh of relief and go, Oh, that was a good story because Because they're setting up the next event. Right. And Dark Marvel, I think is Dark what Rain. Dark, Dark Rain. I think. Whatever. Chocolate Rain? Is that it? Black Chocolate Black Rain. rain. Black Rain? No. Isn't they, uh, isn't Michael Douglas has actually taken over the Marvel Universe. No. Dark Rain. Dark Rain. No, what's the, uh, what's the next? Oh, and Blackest Night. That's Blackest the... Night. See? I think now, it's oh, Darkest that's just, Night. Now that's just ticking me. No, it's, it's Blackest Night. Oh, okay. It's, 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 really? Black? Yes. Blackest? Yes, Blackest Night. Because the Black Lanterns, Black Lanterns are, the, are the dead ones. Sometimes they come back. Mm-hmm. With a surprising frequency. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I just I just feel like could we just have a moment to breathe? And there's not, and there aren't any moments to breathe. It's like you, I think you commented, you know, probably years ago on this podcast. About we, the we X Men, the we fun doing this, story. You know, there used to be this, like, yeah, they play baseball. Mm-hmm. Where's the Avengers X Men cro- uh, uh, softball crossover? Um, I, I would love girl softball like for Michael. You know, so it's <laughs> slow pitch underhand. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah. yes, there is no downtime between issues. It's like yeah, it just feels like no we're more rolling character into development and they're anymore. already saying and now there's going to be the Dark Avengers. Uh, so that's why I was confused with Dark Marvel. Is that there's like there are Dark Avengers coming promised as a new book. Uh, then you've got that noir event, which is all it's just too much. And I and I feel like right now maybe um, all the companies could step back and go, you're, you're stretching your. We're in a recession. Uh, There's no good jumping on point either. When you just start rolling crossovers like that, I mean, you don't get – the fun thing was is that, you know – There's only good getting Dare off points. That's one all. writer would yeah, write Daredevil or Batman for two years and then you would – then you'd have a crossover and you'd be invested enough in the character that you would care what they were doing in the right. crossover. But I when that. everything is just crossover, all the single story or the, all the single hero books get interrupted, right, because they all have to – Joining the crossover with their tie-ins. Well, like uh, Peter David actually kind of went public this week. He's been writing She-Hulk, yeah. and uh, She-Hulk is getting canceled because uh, he went on to She-Hulk, and nobody told him that they let Jeff Loeb use She-Hulk as a major character in the crossover and in um, uh, in the Red Hulk, whatever they call it, just Hulk book that Hulk, Jeff Loeb's, yeah. Loeb's writing. So it's like you've got. Which was a complaint I had when I read the the, right. the Hulk book was didn't read that's not the She Hulk that's been built up by Dan Slott and right. and yet and so the one that so the the good book unfortunately suffered because everybody's going oh we got Ed McGinnis and Jeff Loeb over here you know the the sexy team the fan favorite team whereas Peter David was actually turning Notice out he said sexy work. first well no 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 you say <laughs> is it 
sexy has become this thing, the one that makes the fans want to We get it. We get it. Just go on. I think fans would much rather read a constant Peter David book than a uh, right, Jeff but, Lowe book. Yes. But marketing doesn't do But marketing it. does. And Peter David said, he said, you know, it was just bad editing. No one communicated that this was the status quo for the Wait, character. I thought Dan DiDio worked for DC. <laughs> I know, so, uh, and that works. Uh, that's been working out okay for DC too. Apparently, you know, I don't know. Hmm. So not for everybody. <laughs> <is right. laughs> What's we are next? small minute. Let's what, heal. What, let's heal. Moving right along. I, no, I think to end that segment, we should just say, buy your comics that come with toys. All right. Hey, if you'd picked up a second toy, I guarantee you, you would have had to complain about the second issue. No, I bought like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Lost focus, no continuity. And, and on the last page of the comic, it says, and here's these five other toys five you other can toys buy. Five other toys you have to buy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which they do do because you have the little pieces you can build another figure out of. And so, dang it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what's that on your shelf, Lon? Galactus's leg. <laughs> okay, that's very nice. That's all that our puny human minds can conceive of, <laughs> the foot of Galactus. Uh, so I got a book in the mail a couple of weeks ago, so I figured it's worth, worth mentioning, called Prince of Stories, a kind of a compendium of Neil Gaiman's work. Oh, yeah. So these things just show up in your mailbox magically? Occasionally, magically. Neil when they Gaiman are Prince awesome. of Stories. I want to get a mailbox like that. Yeah. Ah. Is that like the lake house where like you put yes, in mail it's actually, and then the a book year won't later. be published for two more years? Wow. Oh, Gaiman. No. You it's, it, no, it's written by a bunch of other people, including Stephen Arbissette, who had been an artist on Swamp Thing, but not really worked for Gaiman. That's so it's kind of odd. But just so mm. it's just an overview of all of his work, and I feel like it's kind of weird that we're doing that while the guy's still a relatively young man, and we'll assume a lot more. Should we listen to while uh, he's alive and good help? <laughs> help? So unusual. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's money to be had for all things Gaiman. So uh, I've been reading it and saying it's actually a it's a it's a bunch of unconnected uh, it's, treatises. It's, it's actually collected some of his uh, early journalism work. As well as then, it's when he wrote stuff. for like the Sacramento Bee or something. Uh, no, at London, he interviewed oh, okay. people, yeah. uh, and he, he the Bristol was, Cougars today <laughs> won I'm, a match. I'm sure that uh, that Chris Garcia <laughs> would be one. far more into it because it was like like his early WorldCon coverage and things like that. So uh-huh. a lot of sci-fi writings when he was really he was a journalist. So there's hope for us. So You're going to make a, uh, Garcia think that he's the next game. Right <laughs> <laughs> he has been nominated for a Hugo. Several times. Okay, I've done questionable things, and that's probably <laughs> the most questionable I've done. I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. Let me apologize to humanity now. Yeah. Thanks. You know, you know why the Mayans think the world's going to end in 2012? Because Garcia is going to win a Hugo in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's going to be that meteor. Okay, well, yeah. whatever it is. Anyway, so it's a, it's a good book, and I'd say, that, but it's probably one that's more like again, if you are not that anybody's listening that isn't already a fan, but if you know of a fan that's like. I, I'm sure that's going to be one of those books that people go, oh. It's, it's out now. You, it's out it now. wasn't a preview copy. What, what no. should I be a fan of? If you are a fan, if, if, if fan if of comics. If you're a fan of Prince uh, uh, and you like you know, Because Neil it goes Damon. over, talks about, it's all about Sandman, all about Stardust. It, it, it just goes over everything he's written and, okay. and where it fits. Uh, let's go. There's a perfect time then to introduce what Lon claims is, the, is, the, is our new segment. Mm. <laughs> Sight unseen, talking about something you really don't know anything about. Our and, new segment. And only one man new can host that. Of the week. Only one man can anchor that. Lon Lopez. Lopez. I'd like okay. to turn in my Punisher Warzone review. Okay. Shoot. The, uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. wait. Shoot. Isn't, isn't that movie out? Comes out tomorrow. Oh, it comes out on Friday. But you saw a preview? No, no. It's sight unseen. I'm reviewing the movie. I was going to send it to the preview, but he couldn't make it. 
Well, okay, well, go ahead. Punisher <laughs> Warzone is the story of Frank Castle, a guy whose family gets murdered uh, by a mob hit, and um, he takes the uh, law into his own hands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, kills a bunch of people. I feel like we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've there seen there it. wasn't another Punisher. And film. you've yeah. seen it twice before, actually, because you're one of the few people in America that's actually uh, owns the Dolph Lundgren copy. Yes, yes. yes. Yes, and, um, you know, there was a lot of killing in it. There was a lot of shooting and violence. Mm-hmm. And um, any explosions? Uh, lots of explosions Fire. and rockets and a lot of... Uh, Did he live in the end? Uh, oh, yeah, he totally comes oh. out in the end. So well, I don't want to ruin back, it, back but... Okay. Uh, but, uh, uh, here, but it does have an actual... The only uh, supervillain that you might say Punisher actually has. Well, I don't want to say supervillain, but let's well, say the arch nemesis. Is there nemesis. a point in the film where you think he's going to die? Oh, there's many points where you're like, is this guy getting. This is whack. Punished? How is he getting out of yeah, this? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think at the end of the second act, you're really kind of going, wow, how's he going to overcome so this? So, would you say this is the best of the Punisher films you've never seen? Um, I would have to probably say that it's one of the Punisher films I've never yeah. seen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, how would you rate it to the other films that you had seen? Um, I'd have to say that this ranks pretty much right next to them. So, cool. cool. Now, yeah. knowing what Marvel Sign, usually does me. with friends, so do you think this really sets up an animated series pretty well? Um, maybe on the Spike Network. I don't know. Okay, but, Spike uh, TV. Okay. okay. But uh, overall, I could see this, you know, turning into a franchise where they might make another one. Was there a love interest? Because Punisher's always had touch. The problems getting in touch, getting over his wife. I mean, he's always kind of yeah, a distant character. No, he's, no, in this one, he really doesn't connect to anyone. No except, secondary cast. Except his weapons. Oh, so, okay. In yeah. all seriousness, I have heard that uh, that this is probably the best of the Punisher adaptation, which is kind of a surprise. Yeah. and Sure, the Dolph Lundgren one is top-notch. And as a result of which it, I'm actually, of. The, the director, Lexi Alexander, has been, there's a lot of talk that she's going to take over she, Joni Hex, Jonah Hex. And oh, Jonah. Which, uh, which we did report. <laughs> going with a girl. Which we did. <laughs> Joni Hex. She's mm. horribly scarred on we, one side of her face. That was an episode of My Name Is Earl, uh, and uh, they, uh, which uh, we did report weeks ago, and apparently is true. Josh Brolin will be uh, is agreed that he's going to uh, play Jonah Hex. So. I finally saw um, No Country for no Old Men, and he was excellent in it. Yeah, well, that's a great movie too. That's just an awesome movie. And the other thing is, okay, about Brolin, how old is Josh Brolin? Because forty, I seem like he seems way older than he is. Hmm. Like you see him in stuff, and you're like, this guy looks like sixty years and old. That's and called gravitas. Is, is, is it the grizzled country? You know, if Barbara Streisand was your stepmother, Ooh. you'd probably age fast too. Maybe that's true, but it's just people who people need people. Who need people. <laughs> people who need people. That's wow, yeah, that's the one. My problem with him, is, excuse me. My problem with him oh. is that he looks like a Bradshaw from the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I don't have what, that problem, but that's whenever I see him, I think Bradshaw because he's usually got like a cowboy hat, and a big mustache. And a big mustache. Yeah. Okay, well, you know. But, but anyways, uh, go see Punisher Warzone, kids. If you like the Punisher, and you, or you liked, like a Warzone, and yeah, or uh, you know, 
Okay. Or, or don't. Just cool. say you like Okay, it. Exactly. how about a movie we did see? Did we see any movie? Oh, you know, Role Models. We were going to talk about that. I did. One we're we, a little couple weeks late. A couple weeks uh, late because we missed the screening, but both caught it apparently over the Thanksgiving holiday. I saw it on Monday. I'm, I'm not sure who's Tuesday. in that film. Who's in uh, Paul Rudd. So one of your favorites, oh, Paul sure. Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. Who, one to of me, the funniest men in America. Who sure. basically in this movie proved to me that he can now be the comedic male lead hold a movie by his son. You know what I mean? Like, would you not, though? I, would you go with, I, that's who I want to be, Green Lantern. I know that's not who's going to be Hal Jordan, but I would totally see him as Hal Jordan. Enough. He's not He could enough. be. Who You thought? Uh, not he, Hal he's Jordan. a flash. He's not even a flash. No. He's too, he's too intellectual. There's got to be somebody for him, though. You, you know what's funny is we made the comparison that He's he could be the next like Bill Murray in a Ghostbusters. But you know you're what I mean? casting yeah. Paul Rudd. I'm saying Paul Rudd is a good enough actor. He's the Flash movie. Right now okay. though, he's stuck in the frat pack kind of movies, and I think that's his. You're going to see just but all I leading say, yeah, men comedies. Yeah, this is on. a this is one that uh, that we should that we should have covered because it, as I was telling Rick ahead of time, it, basically the last act is all a big live action role playing, a big larping. Or they event. call it layering, which I layering. thought was weird. Why they maybe there's a, a no, trademark? The, no, it was the name of it. it. It was the name of the event was layer. No, I know, but but it's basically larping. But yes. I'm surprised why they didn't just call it larping, but. Because I wonder if there's a trademark. Or something. I think there are specific games that that have titles <clears throat> like that, and that's, right. what, that's why. So, um, it, so it combined it combined LARPing and 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 the music of Kiss, mm. and uh, Ooh. yeah, it was just a fun. I I, I will say this: uh, you could tell it was directed by David Wayne, uh, and probably the most solid of his movies. Well, I haven't seen the ten. Was well, that and we've seen the ten. It's we've just seen the ten. The ten was like to me a perfect format for David Wayne and the state kind of sense of humor. Whereas, you know, if they went too far off in one direction, the story would kind of reach a close and go to the next commandment. You know, so mm-hmm. that it, it made sense. Whereas, like Wet Hot American Summer would go off on these long. Did he direct that? Yeah, I didn't know that. These okay. long meandering things where it was just like. This just doesn't make any sense. Could you get to something that's funny now? Well, it was just definitely uh, more mainstream, but at the same time, I also felt some of the plot devices were kind of weak. I mean, the stuff they did to get them in trouble were really kind of like, what? Why? You know, it's like, why did you bring Ambien? Or, you know, why would you do, you know, it's like, right. But it was just one of those ones like, why would you ruin? It was just like I said, that felt like a weak plot device to get them in trouble. Like everything they set them up because you know the formula of a movie is your hero has to get in trouble to get out of it you yeah know? but it was fun it was just kind of weak but and I mean it, I, I overlooked that so. and it had a lot of respect for LARPing I'm really surprised how much respect for that and it had McLovin show. yes and Dr. Ken and, and two people who I have partied with nice there you yeah, go you. And, uh, but McLovin was dead. that's not his real name what is his Christopher Mintz Plass but I thought I thought different from oh, yeah. McLovin, and it was like so. Now I'm thinking, oh, that kid might actually have a career. He could actually, you know. I mean, he still played a McLovin type character. Yeah, but, but definitely not totally typecast. Yeah, not totally typecast, and uh, so it, it was fun, you know. And, and let's talk about the little kid. The little kid was hilarious, the, even though he was way older than he should have been. The little, the little, yeah. the young child. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, you I, know I, what I'm gonna. I, say. I, I don't want to say it, but. Okay. And then of course Jane Lynch. Always awesome. Always, yeah, it was, Always it, was, it was fun. Good movie. I recommend it. Check it out. Absolutely. It's amazing. When you've actually seen the movie, you use a lot more actors' names. Well, <laughs> Ray Stevenson is in the Punisher War Zone. Okay. No, when I watch the Punisher, I just see the Punisher. It was All that right. good. Right. Gotcha. Right. Can, gotcha. I, can I recommend a film? Sure. I mean, since we're recommending films that <clears throat> I don't think a lot of people have seen. And this would be on DVD, right? This would actually be on DVD. This is a Goodson's DVD pick of the week. It's a new feature here. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've got one every week. <laughs> We've got two this, this week. This is a, a 2006 independent movie called The Fall. The Fall. Go to Netflix. Go to Blockbuster. However you go there. <clears throat> Tarsum directed. Yes. The same guy that did The Cell, who yeah. I guess is some rich, wealthy guy who independ- like an Indian independently dude, produces yeah. his own films. Uh, not really, but yeah. yeah. That's all I know about. He it. directed the director. REM director. For, yeah, he did a, a Losing My Religion. Losing right? My Religion. He's a video director, hmm. and the cell is kind of reflected that. And then, well, this movie's good. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, all uh, right. It, it, the story structure is set up very much like the Princess Bride. If you remember the Princess Bride, uh, Fred Savage and Peter Falk. Yes. Peter Falk tells Fred Savage a, a good night story. That and was in one, the Princess Bride. Right. Okay. And E.T. tells the story of the Princess Bride. Right. In this one, actually, it's Fred a... Fred Savage is being told by Peter Falk again, only now Fred Savage is like 30. It's a little awkward, but yeah. good. This is a, a stuntman who's in a, an L.A. hospital, I'm guessing the 50s, maybe the 30s, I don't know. Uh, the but, 20s, it was a silent film. Well, I've well, read some background. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You're yeah. right. Um, and he, he's I haven't tell, seen it. He actually tells this story to a, a very charming little girl in the film, fantastic, you know, where do we find all these great child actors? But she's fantastic. But he tells this very epic comic book-like story, and it actually made me think of Alan Moore's work a lot, because oh. especially The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, because the, the story that he tells involves a cast of five or six bandits who are trying to get revenge on an, an evil emperor, Odious, and how each one has a little backstory, and one of them's like a, an explosions expert, one of them's Charles Darwin... Uh, one of them yeah. is this exotic oh. Indian who's kind of so an it's assassin. it's kind of like Time Bandits then, right? Well, it's like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. And the the story that he tells is fascinating in its own right. But then to differ from, say, The Princess Bride, there is a, a weird relationship between the girl and the guy who is yeah. telling the story. Um, and, and all around. I mean, my wife, I, I watched it first and then said to my wife, you have to watch this movie. It, it's it's gorgeous. And then in reading about it, it, shot? it's yeah. shot in 18 different countries. Oh, wow. Wow. Over a course of two or three years. And Spike Jones and David Fincher produced it. Um, and it's all it's, it's all live in-camera effects, too. It's not, yes. It's not CG at all. Wow. I didn't notice any. Yeah. And but well, it, that's it, kind of his MO, right? He, he has real big stage If you've got Blu-ray or a high yeah. def, this thing is going to be gorgeous. But, Who's in it? Anybody recognize? Uh, Lee Pace from Pushing Daisies. Oh, okay. so the lead in Pushing Daisies, the pie oh, maker. But is... he's the only one. Everybody else is a relative unknown. So I, I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> we should have a screening party. Mm. Yeah. Who's got it high def? Rick does. <laughs> <laughs> so does Michael, but now he's got you know two children, so we have to. But I watched it on a regular DVD, not a high def format. So. But I can understand. It was one that you feel like it needs to push up. Oh, the, the thing that went on my Amazon list was a high-def format. To watch it, even though I don't have a high-def player. We'll have to check it out. But it is... It you is have a high-def TV, quite, though, don't you? Quite, I do have a high-def TV. Well, we you need the player. We, I know, but I, I'm surprised yeah. you don't have the player. That's all I'm saying. That's why we stream Netflix, people. It's welcome to the Would you, uh, people, again, donate to the PayPal button? You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we but can... the fall, everyone should go you're going to buy him a Blu-ray player. It's very no, much not, in no, no. A, a fanboy movie. Okay, that's oh, it's one that's on my list to to see. So that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Let's team up and watch it. Okay, awesome. come on, everybody, let's go to my house. Let's have a party. Um, yeah, because this one I would say Blu-ray probably. And the other thing, because I had a DVD this week, this convinced me that I want to. Did go. it show up in your magical mailbox? It did. <gasps> the day the Earth stood still. 
Does your mailbox sit out by the curb on a post with a little flap door and a little red flag that goes up? I'm not going to tell you. No? Because you're going to try but to yeah, steal it. Yeah, then you'll steal the stuff. <laughs> Smash it with a bat. Uh, <laughs> out there with a buzzsaw. Uh, the day there stood still, the original. Uh, I've the, heard of the it. The remake is coming out next Michael week. Michael Rennie. I can't wait. Michael Rennie was ill the day the earth stood still. Uh, and by the way, the, with the theatrical release, uh, the Wolverine trailer will be debuting. So, Ooh, and after that Gambit photo they released online. Yeah, okay. Where he's just a long-haired creep, which is how I used to think about Gambit, really. But, and uh, a purple shirt. Mm, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, so the it original... It looks like a JCPenney's ad, almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lordy. So, back to the DVD, though. The original film's coming out with a lot of really cool supplementary stuff. There's a big, there's a documentary on the theremin, which is that instrument that, you know, the, is it the only instrument in the world that you play by not actually touching it. Um, and mm. so it's it's really cool about the history, and they show a demonstration of the guy playing it. And I was what I really wanted to get it for was that it was supposed to be able to you could make your own score for the dangerous still with your theremin. And then I looked back after I was like trying to find it on the extras here that it's only on the Blu-ray. You didn't go to Bacon the year the guy had the theremin set up. And no, he was I don't think I did. Oh, I don't think man, I did. It's really cool, and it's a brand new. I do have a friend. Man, you old guys are obsessed with the theremin. I do yes. have a friend that uh, that, like had, drug, that, that plays that <laughs> plays the theremin. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a cool instrument. But they also have a really great documentary on the history of flying saucers and UFOs and and all the conspiracy and all the Roswell stuff. And and it's got. You a, know who did the soundtrack for the day the Earth stood still? Bernard Herrmann, right? Yes. With Wait, Herrmann. With a theremin? Yes. Whoa. Theremin. Whatever. Herman. Two syllables. Herman with the theremin mm-hmm. in the kitchen. In the conservatory. Right, we've proven this isn't funny. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you proved it a while we back. We tried everything. Long's got it. He's got he's to try every permutation before Someone's he comes up come peanuts. Wait, can I make uh, a quick <laughs> prediction about the new The Day the Earth Stood Still? Go ahead. I want to make a prediction that we're might. You know how they put the, the reviews in the ads, you know? I'm. I want to. I'm predicting there's going to be. I couldn't sit still for the Earth stood still. You know that kind of thing. Can I predict that? <laughs> you okay. can predict. But you got to say that with the bad. You know. I, I couldn't, couldn't sit still. <laughs> I wanted to do that years ago. I had. We were doing the. Who uh, is that supposed to be? It's Derek's movie reviewing character. Oh, okay. movie reviewing character who's just the, this was really like shallot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I couldn't sit still for the day the Earth stood it's still. Keenan Wynn. <laughs> yes. Edwin, actually, Edwin. Not Edwin. but he's no. not going to know. Keenan I've tried Edwin? to explain. I've Keenan tried to explain who Edwin is to him. He's young. Yeah. No, I've, I'm um, familiar. But uh, and, and, you know, the, again, they're screening that next Tuesday in, in the San afternoon Francisco. in San Francisco. So yeah, we'll all check it out. Yeah, I don't think we'll be reviewing that one on you know. Uh, but you know what? We'll do a sight unseen. Review. We'll do a sight unseen. Okay, uh, I'm I'm there. <laughs> you got to so go just with the take, Keanu Reeves. I'm there. You know what's hilarious? I read an article, uh, an interview with Keanu Reeves, who was talking about yeah, you know, I was really wooden in this one, and it was really hard to <laughs> just like. At what point is the self awareness really going to intersect? <laughs> you know what? I like Keanu. Okay, shut up. I do. Um, point Break. Hello. I just watched the End replacements. The and I loved it. Okay. Okay. Uh, but you know, you've seen Hardball. About, uh, we, we Made me cry. Inspirational sports movie. <laughs> Got me again. You just teared me up. Uh, Anyways. Oh, gee. Next one. <laughs> I don't know where to go. And we're back. Uh, we're back. Uh, you know, we're okay. Uh, you know, and, and, well, we're going with movies that we were not were not fairly treated at the box office this week. Uh, Prince Caspian, the Second Chronicles of Narnia, movie came out, which was actually I liked it. Uh, it was better, I it was thought, than, than the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and it just kind of tanked at the Why box did it office. Tank? 
Well, Disney claims just too much product, and I would agree. Last summer was definitely every weekend there was yeah, some huge event in. film, and it came right after like Speed Racer. Uh, maybe, came or? after no, it came after right after Iron Man. Right, right. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, it was again one of the things when you can go to a soccer game and all the soccer moms talk about how they want to see Iron Man. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's reached the consciousness in Prince Caspian, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's on DVD this week, and totally. Totally worthwhile. So I say, get I it. dug it. It was, it was a good, you know, a good Christmas. Plus that again teen to... daughter, the oldest one, she grew up. Susan Pevensey. Yes. Oh yes, she did. Uh, that's the character name. I don't know what the actress's name is, mm-hmm. but uh, thank you for making this really creepy. What? It's a children's classic that you just. She, she may have grown up, but is she, is she over eighteen? Come on. Yeah, she's like uh, twenty. You, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> in the okay. story, they're like 1,300 years old anyway. So. Right, right. So that's uh, legal in, 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 in Narnia. In Narnia terms, yeah. <clears throat> but, but she can't marry a dwarf. So, <laughs> so Who would want to? Oh, I don't know. Send it's, your letters to... It's, it's Peter Dinklage. We it, like to be great. called small people. Oh, right. What? Sorry. <laughs> How about your Dark Knight for uh, Best Picture campaign, Michael? How's that going? Is it a Dark Knight? Uh, everywhere I read, there are fanboys... Uh, <laughs> Amassing their petitions, their online websites. They're looking for some place to line up overnight. Is I'd like to just open the discussion. Is is Dark Knight a serious contender for best? Why? Here's my picture. question to you: Why would it not be? I, I can't. It's about I can't a answer funny that. Book. Yeah, but, I mean, you that's have the whole that. Thing. You have that Silence of the Lamb. Exactly. Oddity. Star it, Wars was nominated for best picture. Raiders Lost Ark was nominated for best picture. Every once well, in a while, and it's an honor to be nominated. It's an honor to be nominated. But the Dark Knight could be nominated. The but let me going ask again. you, though, cinematically, have we seen? And I, maybe it's my fan bias, but cinematically, have we seen a better movie out this year? I saw The Fall, but it was we released in two thousand six. Don't vote on the Oscars. This is true, but the then Os- again, the, the, the Titanic won best who have won industry vote, votes on the Oscars, vote for Oscars, and they have too high a no. Return of the King won best Oscar. Or you're best saying, picture. You're saying Gladiator won best picture. Dark Titanic won commercial. best picture. Dark Knight is too much of a dalliance with uh, Saturday afternoon popcorn movie you think all that things. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I don't think I, I, I disagree, disagree with that because I don't nerds. think there's anything appropriate for children in the dark night. Ah, but you're imagining that they care. That uh, they, they're you not know what? Just making Crash won best picture and that was a piece of Sure. You know, was. so I mean, all it takes, you know, in reality in Hollywood, all it takes is a good enough PR campaign to sway the voters to think that was a good enough I think movie. why the fanboys are really drooling about it, and, and you're right, you pointed out The Return of the King already won, so they're, <coughs> but the, the, what it would be, it it's was a crack it, in the glass ceiling. It would give this, yeah, they're forgetting about Return of the King, because they're, they're drooling over this, thinking that, you know, this would be the first time a comic book adaptation. But, but Return of the King is the third and final in a, in a series of a huge epic. epic, very well-respected novels. I mean, yeah. Dark I mean, I mean face it, guys, we don't books. we don't need the we're already in control as well, far as the pop culture goes. No, you but know? let's look at it. Okay, it's got Morgan Freeman, Academy Award winner. It's got Michael Caine. Is he an Academy Award winner? Oh uh, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's you know Christopher he beat Nolan. Tom Cruise. You know Christopher Nolan, who's directed you know uh, Memento, Memento, and uh, what was the one with the Prestige? No, no. Well, that was good too, but uh, the one Pacino. He's directed Pacino, Academy the first Award Batman. winner. You know what I mean? So it's like. This has a pedigree of an Oscar award. I mean, people are already talking. Yeah, people are talking. Pete Ledger is an incredible performance, dead or not. 
Right. And so if it's it has like all the more incredible for the dead. He's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but here's the thing. Chud (laughs) even posted uh, something from Warner Brothers. Oscar too. No, no, Chud the website (laughs) posted a thing where they're already putting out ads for your consideration. Did you Mm -hmm. see that? Well, they do that. Well, every year you should read. You should read Variety and see. What I'm saying is, there's already a push. For the consideration to be not, so it's not just a fanboy movement. No, it's no. from it's, the well, studio. Warner has to, yeah, right. they, yeah, and they have been. National Lampoon's European Vacation for your consideration. Yeah, I, think nah, I don't know about that. Ultimately, it's, just do it. All you know, we we it's silly in December to say you know you're not going to know until whatever late January, early February when they announce the but, nominations. But to to just devil's advocate lawn here, right? There is one great performance in that movie. Everybody else, Maggie the, Gyllenhaal, the, yes. the Oscar winners and the Oscar nominateds are in secondary roles that anyone really could have played. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens to be Morgan Friedman, but yeah. it could have been sure Chris Rock, right. you know, whatever. No, no, it couldn't have been Chris Rock. <laughs> right, right. But I appreciate some where old, you were going. Some older guy, James Earl Jones. Sure, okay, fine. No, but here's the <laughs> thing: the strength, the strength of Dark Knight is is it, everybody talks about uh, Ledger, but the strength is the script. The script was fantastic. I, I mean. You know, the direction was fantastic. I mean, it's a high quality. I mean, just because it's a comic book <coughs> film it, doesn't it does, mean it can't be It comes be out quality. on DVD next Tuesday. So before this podcast, uh, after, after this podcast comes out. Now, and they're still talking about doing a re-release in IMAX in January to kind of push. Now, I'm not sure if it really needs to be seen in IMAX or not. Let, let, let's just take a quick vote here and get this on the record. Who thinks it should be nominated for Best Picture? I would. I, I, well, I, I say I think I. we all probably agree that it should. Four be. out of four think it should be. Right? Who thinks it will be? I. I think it's quite possible. I, it'd be a nomination. I, I think it's a. It's an even bet. Well, here, However, here's here's the thing. Though. Now let's do the last one. Who thinks it has a chance in hell of winning this picture? I think it'll surprise a lot of people, and here's why I say. Because I've read reports no. and you've heard things about people saying how sometimes they don't even vote and they let their kids vote for them, you know, in the, the academy. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, you've got all these kids that are huge fans of it. Well, and the, and and the could, academy has worked at getting younger people uh, right. into the academy uh, as well. So, actually, so that's we where your chance comes who's, from. Who's it up against? Who's it going to be up against? Nothing stood up yet. Uh, well, but we've got all the, the Benjamin Buttons and the yeah, Oscar yeah. And What's that coming? one? Muriel's, not Muriel's Wedding. What's the one that Anne Hathaway was in everybody's talking about? <laughs> uh, Jane at, the, at Jane's Wedding or something like something that? Something like a wedding. Yeah, Anne yeah. Hathaway's Wedding or something. It's not Anne Hathaway's <laughs> Wedding. Well, you know what it's I mean. It's so cute when you try. It's, it really I just is. don't remember right now, okay? <laughs> I want to live in his world. For <laughs> no, you don't. No. No. It's dark and there's cockroaches until somebody comes over and cleans the kitchen. Well, there's a movie called Anne Hathaway's <laughs> World. Take mushrooms and eat an enchilada. <laughs> there you mm, go. I want to be in that mm. world. Uh, and you're right. Curious case of Benjamin Button still got to come out and, and Which right looks there. stupid, though. No. Have you seen the trailers? It doesn't matter. Plus, wasn't that okay? It's Brad Pitt. I, I'm all a flutter. I'm going to sit next to Michael Goodson. <laughs> I'm going to say that now, <sighs> and he's going to be he's going to squeeze my hand, and he's going to and it'll be girlish sighs coming from him. And, uh, and I'm Benjamin say, Buttons. in that way that says if you were Ben if you were Brad Pitt you might have a chance tonight. If you were not, it was written by <laughs> Fitzgerald. I mean, we have Scott Fitzgerald yeah. and David Finch directing, and I'm thinking that's a good pedigree. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm up for it. Really, the guy that wrote the Star Spangled Banner wrote Benjamin. Buttons? That's no. that's Franklin. No, he is uh, related to uh, yes. Gotcha. Is uh, he really? Yes. He's related to Franklin Scott Key. I yes. knew it. I had no idea. Yes, I uh, thought he was related to F. Murray Abraham. No. Okay. Anyway, so way to try to save a bit. Okay. What a surprise. So, 
Anyway, there's a, there are other things coming. The Reader, apparently this thing with Kate Winslet. There's this movie called Revolutionary Road with uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet together being directed by Sam Mendes. All the Oscar people want to get into Sam December. Mendes, by the way, which we failed to mention. Milk will probably Sam Mendes has picked up. He's going to direct. This is the yeah. guy that did we American did Beauty. That. He's going to you direct Preacher. I, I missed that? Okay. You, you I don't listen when I'm not here. Yeah. I'm going to say sight unseen. It's going to be milk. Yeah, milk. Milk sounds too. Uh, Hollywood. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, but they don't like the gays. Look at Brokeback Mountain. You know what I mean? That didn't win. Mm. I mean, Uh, by the way, and another thing on DVD that uh, apparently the serious uh, serious heat uh, uh, suddenly on Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder, which I absolutely think is deserved. Um, what? For, for best supporting actor, so oh, I watched you mean, oh, for an award. award. I thought you for an award, meaning like he was in trouble. No, no, no. So I watched the uh, Tropic Thunder it's got with days. commentary. Now in the commentary, and I missed this. There's a line where the, in the movie where Ben Stiller begs him, is like shaking, him, going, "Drop the character, drop the character." He says, "I don't drop the character till the DVD commentary." <laughs> so he improvises <laughs> the DVD commentary as Os- as Lincoln Osiris. <laughs> and- up, up until that line. No, oh. past it until the point in the movie where he stops being Lincoln Osiris. <laughs> oh, man. And then he turns into Australian. Yeah. And then in the end credits, then he's just Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> but what's hilarious about it is that he is giving Jack Black crap as Lincoln Osiris <laughs> through the whole damn movie in commentary because Jack Black showed up late, apparently. So they stopped, you know, it's like very nice. It's like recording one of these. It was. It was hilarious <laughs> to me. I laughed and I laughed and it was just because it's like making insightful comments, but as Lincoln Osiris. I've got to watch that movie because it's at home and I plan on watching it this week and now I have to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. It's totally, it's totally worth it. And there's a lot of extras that are just like, oh, Did they know. include the Comic-Con footage? Because that's what I thought they might I, I haven't found it yet. I've been kind of looking around. They didn't that that special intro maybe on the Blu-ray to get me to maybe or maybe Blu-ray. it's an Easter egg somewhere. I, don't know. I haven't found any Easter eggs yet. That was pretty funny. That I just had I did have these strange and I know Lon's going to say name dropper again, but I had the strange experience of then they they actually included the editor in yeah. in there in some con, you know in like when they just deleted scenes, the editor's explaining what's deleted. So that the editor of Tropic Thunder directed me in Oliver in nineteen. 19- 82 in Sunnyvale. You sure he just directed you? Yeah, I'm sure. No, Derek, hold the cup out more. <laughs> yeah, not, not as Oliver. I was just a cop. But it was just like, I realized, I went, I went, I went to high school with him. And so that was very bizarre to say That's already cool. one of my favorite movies and mm, then say, oh, good. No, cool. I didn't, didn't draw the name at all. It was just kind of an odd little. Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale is definitely this, the you know. Hotbed. Hotbed of undiscovered talent. I uh, agree. Yeah. Yes. So we got some video. Uh, did you want to talk about the well, Brave and the Bold? You and I are still raving about Brave and the Bold. The I've only seen series. two. That's all this. Raving been. about the Braven. But I uh, had a con- I had a I had a, a problem with the second one. Okay, go ahead. That's the one with plastic. Man. With yes. plastic man, and you okay. saw it. I did. I showed it to my son. My son is now a huge Plastic Man fan. Plastic Man. First of all, it was all who was the voice of Black? Tom man? Kenny. Oh, that's right. He did really good. Which was great oh, because Tom good. Kenny had, did it because Tom the... Kenny had done the pilot for Plastic Man, uh, which they, I thought was a nice nod. Line. It was really nice to do. Here's it, so. the thing: my, the, my whole knowledge of Plastic Man through my whole which life is probably about as good as your knowledge of Supergirl. Right? Was the fact that when he fell in the thing, he was kind of wearing his costume, wasn't he? Or had us no. A, no? Because I always thought that costume was stuck to his body and he couldn't. No, you know. God, so how you. does he stretch his costume and do in stable molecules? Or I mean, they've never explained that. He Why is he always spandex. red with a triangle, no matter what he's shaped as? 
because he can't change color. I mean, they did that in an issue of JLA, but originally it was just that that was that was a joke, and that was part of Jack Cole, the original cartoonist. You know, geniuses. You'd like look at a picture of a room, and it's like Spot Plastic Man hiding as something, which oddly they enough, really though, played up. Really oddly well. enough, though, in the there was an there was an issue of Brave and the Bold that had Batman and Question Mark as the secondary character, mm-hmm. and the Question Mark turned out to be Plastic Man, but I'm sure he was in disguise and not red with the black diamond. Right, but anything that DC did once they revived it, that that's yeah. not counted. Well, I almost the thing is though, there might have been a recap. Maybe it was the uh, because that issue was also reintroducing Plastic Man to right. a modern audience, right? Because they had just bought the rights to him. Mm-hmm. Well, there was another. Who was the one? Uh, your buddy, the artist who did the recent revamp, uh, Kyle Baker. Name Kyle dropper. Baker, right, right, right. Kyle Baker. I, maybe it was in that relaunch. I, I could have. I swore that he fell into the vat of. Chemicals. Kyle dra- Baker may have said that, but that's okay. not. So it's not. The, that's, that's not, not canon or whatever. No, that's not canon. Okay, that's so. why I was confused. But other than that, I had no other. Problems and, back, and Kyle Baker did. Eel O'Brien fell O'Brien. into a vat of acid or something. Something, like that. yeah. Yeah. Chemicals, like chemicals, elastic yeah. chemicals. So in, in the Brave and the Bold, they basically just made it that he was a henchman for the Kite Man. Batman was accidentally responsible for it, and it's not that big a stretch. But within the universe of <laughs> uh, uh, stretch. I didn't mean that. When they're establishing, uh, what they're establishing Brave and the Bold is that Batman mentors a lot of heroes and kind of checks up and makes sure that they have a new costume shows uh-huh. up. This guy's into, you know, so it kind of made sense with what they're trying to do for for this series and for kids. Which I'm, so far I can't tell. I don't think that any toys have made the market. I know they were oh, planning to. I just to. looked in a uh, uh, toy. What's a wizard toy fair? Toy Fair, they have a whole line coming. Do they? Oh, good. Yeah. But not in time for Christmas. Do Probably they? not. I don't know. That's too bad because it really is a, a fun show and a lot of, and, you know, it, it's it certainly worked on my son. He's like, Plastic Man is awesome. He wants to watch that over and over. And that's what we need. Build the comic fans of the future. Mm-hmm. But they've only had two up. Ep- Did they skip this week? They skipped then? for, Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving, figuring people were traveling, I guess. And yeah. then okay. this, so week, a- this week will be a new episode with uh, Aquaman. Oh, okay. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then we got. Do uh, so you want to do fanboy TV shows that have jumped the shark? Are you really uh, uh, two that? I, I mean, let's haven't they I'll, nuked the fridge? Either way, I mean, I'm I sure they'll be. I had to one. explain jumping the shark to my wife the other day. She had and no idea what it is. She didn't watch a lot of Happy Days, or no, well, it's terrible. Apparently not. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we were really hyped about these two shows for the longest time, and I think they've officially. Just ended their and which coolness. Is, and which shows were they? Uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm. Have you guys been keeping up on that? I have not. I've got them all DVR. Yeah, I'm not. Stopped I've, after the third episode. I, I have to catch up. I have to do a lot of catching up on a lot of shows. So yeah, this season. I mean, I kind of caught a little of it the other night, and my brother was trying to explain it to me, and the way he was trying to explain what was going on, I went, "That just sounds horrible," and that just is not. So you have no first-hand knowledge. About well, I've seen the what the first season. I watched well, this every season. Single they explained. Like the Summer Glau character's origin. She used to be like of. a real person. No, she didn't. That oh, was okay. the, that was a twist. You thought it was mm. going to be that way, but okay. it turns I've out I've only it watched wasn't a couple episodes in. They but... just took the hottest possible girl and made her a terminator. Well, they showed in the future. They showed a. They it showed like the a good Summer plan to character me. as <laughs> a human. Ah, okay. And so if I were that she's going to be part of this, but in the end, it if wasn't, I understood it's human nature at mimicking all. her. <laughs> Two conversations going on at once. Yeah, I wouldn't clothe her. But then there were other episodes where her. If you turn your stereo to the right, you will hear Michael and Derek. <laughs> and if you roll it to the left, <laughs> you'll hear the not as fun conversation. Ah, uh, so anyway, <laughs> she's oh. more informative. <laughs> yeah, mm. true. 
technically full of. Take his microphone <laughs> down. Take his microphone down. You do not control. Yes, Mr. King. Oh Lord, oh, no, that's that's uh, uh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly. And yeah. so the other one would be kill his microphone. <laughs> what? Anyway, the other show that you are disappointed in? Heroes. 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 I remember I hear a watching lot of that. People up are the very disappointed season. in that. I still haven't watched it, and yet I read a commentary today that said the thing is, it's not so much. It's just that it's still doing exactly what it did in the first season, which was suck. <laughs> uh, apparently, that was basically you Number know wise. is retread of you know the, the, the motivations are odd and and kind of you know they call themselves heroes and villains they yeah. and they're constantly talking about some huge destiny and some portent and not ever actually acting on it and yeah it's it's just really and that producer who basically Tim Kring the creator who kind of got up at the screenwriters conference and I I know I have a couple of friends that went to that so I should ask them if they. If it really came off as harsh as it sounded like it did, uh, where he basically said that that the, the it was fans' fault that it, the show wasn't doing well, and that uh, that's a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like somehow you're yeah. making me write badly. Um, as all of us are bounding and together, because, using our and psychic because, power, and to- because now. Um, uh, serial television shows are watched differently because of DVRs and and DVDs that. Uh, you know, yeah, no, that's not the case because only, only tools and idiots uh, don't have that. And uh, so, yeah, well, when the first season was firing and everybody was talking about, oh, did you see Heroes? It was so cool. And that's because it was, you know, the writing was decent. Now it's this year; it's just stupid. I mean, there was one you saw. You're caught up, right? Yeah, you and I differ on this a little bit. Okay, you're well, much have, more critical of it than I am. I have one more part that I just thought of that sucked from the last two episodes. Okay, go. So the cliffhanger from because last week's episode. Nobody else who's listening heard the first two that you mentioned to me earlier. <laughs> That's fine. I just want and to I, clarify. I'll actually this one. give you both of those. Okay, well, I'll go into those later. But okay, so if you take the hot chick and make her a Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now roll to do the you right. Seeing her <laughs> I do so WonderCon. That was WonderCon. Wonder you took the photograph. You got oh, very close. So close. No, but. Uh, they an- the cliffhanger from the last Nathan episode was hot though. <laughs> tell me if you think this is lame, Derek. The cliffhanger of the last episode: horn rim glasses has a high powered rifle, and he's got Siler in his sights. And they end it with like, "Oh, horn rim glasses is gonna kill Siler because Siler doesn't have his powers right now." Right. Oh, okay. so you're like sitting there, and it's like to be continued because they had an eclipse that lasted for four hours. Right. No, or- no, no, no. It, if you go to to be continued, he does not die. Right, but yeah. here's if, the thing. If if, if Hornroom Glasses got the rifle in the middle of the episode, yeah. you think, yeah, he might die. All right, but that's why I thought, okay, <laughs> yeah. so it ends with that. He's got him you in his You just don't sights. understand how TV works. No, but let me, so <laughs> when it comes back the next episode, it has all the other plot lines. Right, and they show gun. they show Siler and, I guess, L. He was L. hooking up with L. They're now on the floor naked, what? and they've finished. He besmirched Kristen Bell? Yes, he did. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're naked Twice. on the floor, after, and they've finished having sex. I can't watch this now. And then the bullet shot comes out. Like, well, after they can, they say their little sweet well, nothings. Well, horn rim glasses guy had to get a, <laughs> just, get a little. more like horny rim glasses. Something, okay. something. Well, they had heard a last right. <laughs> <laughs> they had a good explanation for it because he had really? laser sight on the rifle, and she sees the dot. No, but he waited. Until they they had intercourse, they're probably when moving he targets. Him, he had him in the window. It's Kristen Bell, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd watch her have sex through a scope <laughs> and have. It was just what? ridiculous. That that might not have been the wisest thing. Move to admit. along. <laughs> For a guy who's a government killer, I think he could have killed a little more effectively. That's all I'm saying. He's okay. just a man. <laughs> 
Okay. So um, I got some video games in my magic mailbox. I got What'd you get? Pop Star Guitar, which I can't tell the difference, honestly, between that and, and Guitar Hero, except that it's got Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> tween aged, uh, appropriate. Wait a minute. How so, much so guitar a, goes on in those songs, anyway? This is a PSA, right? Avoid the uh, no, pop star guitar. You know, it, it, You're saying some... instead of buying guitar, I should buy Miley Cyrus's pop star guitar. No, if you have a little girl song on there. Oh. If you've got if you've got a kid, yeah, probably a little safer with the lyrics. And you do have a kid. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, uh, and uh, no. <laughs> yeah, not, don't do it. You're not letting her play video games anyway, right? No. no. Katamari. Katamari. Okay, see, you're good. Start them young. So, the uh, one he loaned to me So, but it, it's from a different company than the one that makes uh, Guitar Hero. But I can't. I couldn't tell a real difference as far as the way the game works. It's the same kind of idea. You start a garage band. You play at different different events, and, and then you, you play all Jonas Brothers and Miley. Do you Silas actually have songs? a guitar? Well, you have the, the, plastic the same guitar. thing because I okay. had I had Guitar Hero, so I have okay. that. It plays off that same one, although they have a different one for Wii than what has been released right, for that. It puts the so controller inside of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I I could I could recommend it again if if it's just because it's a little like I said safer in its safer lyrics for than younger kids. Safer for younger kids, even though it's still rated T, but it's definitely no Possum Kingdom. Even though Guitar Heroes doesn't doesn't have any profanity or anything like that. I no. mean. Mm. No, it's they just are the, singing about the devil. They just don't just, swear. Uh, yeah, there's just there's yeah. the, there's those. So there's, and, and there's more of the sag, you know, the, the innuendo in that. You don't a get a lot of heroin of, use. Despite the Vanity Fair photos, you don't get a lot of innuendo in a Miley Cyrus song. Uh, and it has uh, you know KT Tunstall, and it's more poppy. It really is more poppy. Ooh. Okay, she on this thing's I'm a bitch though. No, uh, it's somebody, somebody else. else. I can't oh, remember who God. that is. Meredith. Meredith Baxter Brooks. Brooks. Meredith Brooks. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, cute, and certainly when I got to the latest Sonic, Sonic Unleashed, uh, which makes me think these are all for the Wii. Then uh, I got these for the Wii. I got okay. the I got the Popstar guitar for PS2 because I already had that. Ah. So, uh, but uh, Sonic Unleashed uh, makes me go, wow! Sonic actually has kind of a mythos that I didn't really understand. Oh, yeah, there's it, lots it, of characters. All of it sucks though. Well, for example, there, there were a Sonic. couple Sega games originally that were good, but it's, it has since become a. Uh, they had Sonic and the they had Spike the and they games. had. Well, Sonic is now got like. Well, like I really liked uh, the Sonic and Mario Olympic games. Very much a workout. Very nice on the Wii. I don't know how it translates Mario to the Mario totally carried that title. Uh, no, Knuckles, actually. Knuckles the Echidna, yeah. I've been playing with, have been very, very good. But uh, Sonic Unleashed. Uh, also has somewhat of a kind of like the role playing game kind of thing. You have to talk to people and put pieces together. And uh, have earlier installments been that way? No, no. No. So this is like trying to move it into a kind of evolve the franchise into storytelling and problem solving. Well, you know, as they well. had a they had a cartoon series for a long time that that built the whole mythos with the Doctor and all the characters. Yeah. That they had to okay. Do. It, w- yeah. And, and, and they're a, all there on the. A, there was a comic series too. I still is. I think it's still actually it's a very still, long running yeah. uh, comic series. Yeah. So did Pac Man, but who remembers? And then I, yeah, I love that show. That and I cool. got the and I got Pinky, the latest. Blinky, I got the latest Sue. Tomb Raider game, uh, Underworld, and I'm like, why did those movies suck so badly when the when game the, is actually really kind of interesting and the characters interesting and uh, I always found the Tomb Raider games boring. Yeah, you're kind of a casual gamer there, Derek. I know I am. Tomb Raider series is is not. Uh, not the bar you want to set your expectations. No, to. but I say, but as entertainment, sure. Versus, uh, you know, I know it was very groundbreaking. Michael when and I, I are first holding out for a Portal movie. Indeed, I would totally watch. Well, a I'm, movie. but you know, they'd blow that. Come on, has there actually been a good video game movie? 
See, and I would think when I'm when wing I'm, commander. When I mm, no. When I'm playing through Tomb Raider Underworld, I'm thinking though mm. that if the movie was half as interesting as yeah. these games have been, then I would have I would have liked that. I hated those movies. So yeah, but the games you have that? like weeks to experience and explore. And the go the problem with the game is that you're generally one character in that game, and you progress through the entire game as that character. Mm-hmm. Whereas in movies, we tend to jump around yes. characters, yes. which means now we have to tell a story and tell their stories. and yeah. Especially in Portal, where half the fun is sort of the mystery. You wake up in this little cell, and you don't know what's going on. Right. And then you start seeing scrawls on the walls that say, you know, the cake is a lie. Or, yeah, so... You know, go this way. So why have a Portal movie if you've got such an effective game, For I the guess? Soundtrack. You, you could. That's why oh. I say that slowly video games are... They will replace Ta- taking movies, over yeah. where movies are because video games are interactive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm playing Mass Effect right now, which is mm-hmm. which is an incredibly involving story. It's it's basically the uh, Knights of the Old Republic three because they lost the Lucas uh, rights to it and they redeemed it. But it's mm-hmm. really deep and it's it's very cinematic. You mm-hmm. you run into lots of characters and they all have dialogue and. I get a little bored of the dialogue though. Yeah, <laughs> let's skip past it. Frankly. Yeah, every game. <laughs> Yeah, you got a short attention span. We know that. And I I'm still playing. Play a game. I'm still playing Peggle Knights. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I would at say, least, I, Portal, all the story isn't in cutscenes. But all of those, I would say, as the game is progressing. Yeah, I, I would say, like my game recommendation really is like for Christmas, give somebody Peggle Knights. Peggle Knights. No, there's no doubt about it. If you own a computer, you will love Peggle Knights. And it's a stupid game, but <laughs> it's a fantastic game. But it's a fantastic game. It it's is a casual indeed. game that is very addictive. Yes. Peggle Knights. Peggle Knights from PopCap, right? PopCap Games. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So Makers of Bookworm and Zuma and Zuma. Bejeweled. Bejeweled. Yeah, that's so. Nice. Yes. Uh, so, and Lon's written a little note for me. I what just is, have a quick go ahead. geeky update for uh, toy, our toy-loving listeners out there. Uh, and there are. Okay, so back to my whole G.I. Joe 25th anniversary relaunch, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if do you guys remember the property Mask, the Mobile Armored Strike Command. Yes. I, I know of it, yeah. I own figures of it. Okay. I saw an interesting thing this week when looking for G.I. Joe's. G. I. Has, I, maybe Hasbro owns both of them. I don't know. But through the G.I. Joe line, they have released a Mask figure. The main guy's name was Matt Tracker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the new reissues of G.I. Joe ha- have this guy called Specialist Tracker. And in the corner, it says Mobile Armored Strike Command Mask. Yeah, I don't think they originally owned it, but now but I'm Hasbro, saying, Kenner, Galoob, that, they've all merged right. into one big company. So for all our geeky toy fan goodness or whatever, that you're fans of G.I. Joe, you're fans of Mask, they have brought back the Mask character in the G.I. Joe line. Why not? Which I thought was kind of a cool little cross-promotion for all those old nostalgia fans out there. So keep your eyes out. They're on the shelves now. Because so. I don't know who young, I mean, really among kids, is are really buying the G.I. Joe things now. I, you know, no. I, I don't know. I mean, I know the well, Transformers. There, there's no vehicle for it. They're not promoting it in right. any way. And so I know that the Transformers, obviously, have been pushed a lot with the Transformers animated. But uh, you know what, though? They will because with a movie coming out in the summer, mm-hmm. um, and they're also releasing the webisodes G.I. Joe Resolute in, I think, February or January, mm-hmm. that you'll be seeing a big G.I. Joe push at least. Yeah. Yeah, at least getting ready for the movie, but I don't know if it'll make them buy the new figures. But yeah, actually, I don't know. The, the upcoming waves do have resolute figures, 
So, but I think it's always going to be a teen or you know a preteen. Are the figures they're releasing the same as the old ones? The little screw in the they're back they're basically the, the same. They're a little 80s taller style. and thinner and more articulated. They're definitely uh, you know about the same, and they have the same packaging and everything else. So hmm. it's a real treat. It's a real throwback because I love my GI Joe. So well, but anyways, just look for the mask. That was the only thing I wanted. Oh, no, no, a that's geeky good. little because yeah, I did say uh, the other geeky update. Just it doesn't necessarily affect our world, but uh, Mattel won a huge lawsuit today. Oh, that was weird. Which is awesome. That oh, wait, could you okay tell it? But then I want you to explain something to me. Okay, so uh, Mattel has had him in a four-year lawsuit with MGA, a, a toy company uh, that makes the Bratz line, and a federal judge today said that Bratz, which did actually have a film, live-action film, a couple yeah. summers ago, that uh, Bratz is indeed a copyright infringement on Barbie, and that the the Bratz original Bratz toys can no longer be made. Why is it a copyright infringement? Well, is that's it, what I wanted to know. Like, this is the question: Is it only did, now he either used parts from Barbie to make Bratz, or was it because he developed his own thing while he was working? I think for, it was. I think it was, was under IP contract. Thing. He was under contract with uh, and went into competition. So he made that the Bratz the Bratz dolls actually cut into Barbie's sales quite a bit, and so Mattel had to create the Mycene Barbie. But then Mattel and basically is saying that whatever you create while you're still employed by us is that's property not of an us. Unusual thing. Yeah, that's right. not unusual Standard at all. agreement. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's so, probably what's going on. So even. yeah. You I mean you really have to be careful if you're gonna moonlight. You like make sure you use all your own equipment mm-hmm. and you keep your own notes and stuff. And even then if you're if you try and so Michael's cold cream laboratory all <laughs> most companies have a I right can't of make first money out of it. at the very least they have a right of first refusal if you want to go out and market something you have to give it to them first uh, and see. then if they reject it then you can take it off on old your own spice empire so he just he just handled his business the wrong way and now he's going to lose a hundred million dollars yeah maybe maybe it's but just a hundred those are freaky yeah. dolls though they are freaky I did dolls. not it's like, like them. Uh, okay so let's like let's let's give the botoxed um, so collagen lipped yeah, apparently the Bratz cats can still be sold. Like, they have a pet line, and those can still, you know, which have been popular as well. Those can still exist. So the guy's not, you know, MGA is so not like dead. cats with yeah. Z. Oh. Yeah, and there's, I think there's dogs, too. But they're all the same thing with, like, the ridiculous eyes and the weird. Big fat you know, lips on a cat. And they're all slutty. That's the thing. Is you know, that's slutty terrible. Cats. Bratz is sluts. I That'll mean, be his new line, sluts. Sluts. <laughs> sluts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So get, that's not a gift that my children be getting for Christmas. Uh, what what would you let's go around and oh, let's yes, end up with that? Oh, what? Uncle Michael's got something special <laughs> in his you know, bag. You know that's why they don't remember who Uncle Michael is. New sluts character. <laughs> they will after this Christmas. Okay. Oh, my. Well, uh, what what are you guys helping? I think you should start with Michael on this one. What, uh, yeah, go ahead, Michael. What uh, gifts? Uh, what's a gift recommendation you have here? Or what's on your the top of your list? That I you would want? like to receive the. Uh, run, oh, this is what you want to get. Well, I don't hardcore uh, volume one. Hardcover collection of the first Runaways. I'd like to receive the first the Marvel, the Marvel Runaways, the Marvel Runaways, not the Runaways band. No, 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 no. Uh, let's see what else would I like to receive. Yeah, you didn't give us the prep before. We were supposed to write our lists or whatever. Oh, so. I, just, yeah. I thought the theme was going to be what? What are you recommending? Well, what do you recommend? Okay. Sure, because I'm not selfish like Michael. I'm no, no, no. It's what else. I want to receive. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I thought it was. How to share what we want with the group, I see. my friends, and what they would get. Because we're not going to, but we, you know, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, oh, okay. not at all. Oh, no, no, no. We'll no, talk no. about what you're interested in. Yeah. I'll be over here. Yeah. I would like for the children of the world <laughs> to join hands in the spirit of harmony and peace. I'd like to be Paul Simon in this bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You be Steve Martin. Excellent. All right. Rick? 
What is your, what would you I actually had one. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm a big board gamer. And I think that uh, it's good for families and friends to get together and play board games versus the electronic games, even though I'm a big electronics gamer. Yes, Because it's a social get-together. Is your Christmas wish that you and I play board games? We might, and we might play this one. I am recommending a board game called Pandemic. I have played Pandemic. You have. (laughs) That sounds like a really fun game to get the family together. It's an awesome game. It's about you are not playing against the other people at the table. Everyone (laughs) at the table is playing against the game. Because it's cooperative. That kind of reminds me, wasn't there a Robocop movie where they played the nuclear annihilation game and they would blew you, up would the you world? Let, would you just be kind enough to let Rick No, no, I want it. I'm just saying that's what it reminds me of. And he's you, know what I, hey, you know, in The Devil Wears Prada, those shoes are red. Right? I never saw that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Liar. So you play against the game. I was listening. You cry to the end, Devil Wears Prada. It's There's no football in it. <laughs> that's why you cried. So, Pandemic. Is a board game that actually everyone at the table is playing against the game. You're trying to stop the spread of disease on the, which is going out of control on Earth, and everyone has a different role. Like you have a different power, but you're moving around from area to area, using your hot zone, your your powers to either determine what the cure is for the disease or to actively reduce it in an in, area in cooperation with the other players who have different powers so that together the group forms a strategy yeah and, and is there a part in the game where you have to decide which one dies and not, which one lives or? sure somebody has to go into the chamber and you know shut off the switch oh, but they're yeah. gonna die but you know no, the character good family the guy has to serve drinks nobody yeah. plays uh, you either you either solve it or you fail and the world and Michael picks the, the dance music for the apocalypse yeah whereas <laughs> opposed to like Trivial Pursuit you just miss the question and you don't get a pie yeah yeah no but it's a it's it's a it's a terrific game it's unlike most of the games you're going to have in your closet it's really easy to learn and to play you can play a game after you've played you know the first game might take you 40 minutes after that you can get a game of this out in about 20 minutes and it's a great time and it's one of those games where you say let's play that again right away because i think we can beat it this time yeah that, you know, you mean, though, you, though you can adjust the difficulty setting, yes, too, you can, if you, if you, you think you're cocky. You play it harder or softer and actually now have you, expansions okay. that softer. go beyond the difficulty in, that is included in the box that goes to like a super ultra difficult Pandemic, it's two out of four fanboys. Well, there yeah. you go. And how does it do on the Garrett's games? Then? Oh, uh, very well. Very well thought of in yes. general. Can I ask a question to you board gamer knowledge people? Every time we go to those Baycons or whatever, they always have the match game recreation. Yes. Does anybody know if there's a board game version of match game? There must can... have been a home version at some point. But not anymore, I guess. Because well, we could... yeah. I would love to play that we with friends at home and stuff. But Why there's no... Do that? Yeah, we want... we would like to buy the game and not make it. <laughs> you are so lazy. We were sitting there watching and <laughs> playing it from the audience. Right. So, it's I fun. I think you That's need... Fun index cards for that game isn't that just about <laughs> well, all you need information <laughs> no match game index no cards you, just, you, basically, you basically have about an hour's worth of setup time beforehand yeah. to write out all the cards well i am not if you were a good party creative host. enough to write no. you okay. know fabulous you. freddy was so fabulous how, how fabulous, fabulous was he he blanked on his coat no. oh. <laughs> i said blank bejeweled okay. Pandemic. By a game local night. guy, Matt Leacock. Who's local. A local okay. guy. I think he works for Yahoo. Okay, um, so this is available at Elusive Comics. Is that Yahoo, Yahoo or Google? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, uh, Z-Man Games. Uh, I believe you can get it uh, under thirty dollars. Okay, and it says for ages ten and up. I just yeah. like to you know throw that in there. And what you need is one knowledgeable person who knows how to play it. Yeah, to you read explain the, it to the rest of the group. Read through the rules. I, I learned it. I learned and, it in an afternoon and and loved it by the end of that hour. Yeah, it was very good. Well, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, I was going to say that I just think a good a good double because by now they, I'm sure these things have come down in price, especially my gosh, the things that the store has been marking down. I think a, a, a double whammy I'm going to go for Speed Racer for this Christmas is absolutely, and I already have those, you know, you get them, is the, get the DVD, which I'm told by several sources on Blu-ray on high def is amazing. Mm. And uh, get the, the Wii game because that is just fun. Oh, fun, really? The Wii fun. game is good? It's great. So, uh, you know, that's, that's has my any, big thing. Has, speaking of games, has anyone played the Marvel versus DC, or DC versus Mortal Marvel Kombat yet? That's yeah. on the Xbox 360, you guys. I've no review? I've seen a lot of reviews of it. Debbie I hear asked, it's pretty awesome. Debbie asks if we wanted it for Christmas. I that might be a good Christmas gift. I hear it gift. sucks, but it's campy and kind of fun. Hmm. All right. So wait for it to drop down to 30 bucks, maybe. Hmm. Which we probably it will. Soon. Yeah, okay. yeah, it will. It will. Uh, there's also a complete uh, Ultraman box set that I'm saying if I'm going to take the Michael Goodson tack of what's at the top of my list I, for Christmas, what I want. The complete Ultraman series. I'd like to watch that, that with you when you were. Isn't that huge, though? It's like it's there are movies and there are multiple TV series. No, no, no. Series no it's the, it's the, I mean, it's when I say complete, it is the original Ultraman. The original, the original, original Ultraman, one, black and uh, white. Ultraman. Okay. Link. Okay. No. All right. That was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's there. That's on my list. My list would have to be. <laughs> The DC Universe uh, Classics six-inch figures. The Wave Five is on the shelves now. I just got a Who's Cyborg, but I need to get a Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman, and you know what I just scored today? Deathstroke Unmasked variant. Okay, yeah. Be jealous. Yeah, be jealous. I'm a little jealous. And then, other than that, I'm just going GI Joe hunting. So watch out. People, you mentioned uh, Ultraman, and you were doing the blink, blink, blink. There was a game that came out a couple of weeks ago called Monster Apocalypse. Monster Apocalypse, Monster Apocalypse, which has it combines the basic genres of giant robots, Cthuloid characters, the Mm. Power Ranger to Ultraman style Mm -hmm. thing, UFOs, and sounds awesome. And yeah, it's all collectible miniatures games and the kicker is that so awesome your monsters go through phases so they start off as one monster monster type and then when at some point during the battle you convert him into the ultra monster type and then he so like Pokemon he powers too. up he powers up during the game kind of like the ultraman blinking and, mm. and interesting stuff. but i saw a couple of figures that looked really good well, all right maybe we'll have to it's going to be a good Christmas this year if we can all afford it. If, we, if, we <laughs> if anyone can afford to purchase us gifts, we're in it. <laughs> Hello. If not, I'll just take a can of soup for the family. <laughs> You're not water. kidding. Seriously, if that's a choice. Because I know that a lot of the soup kitchens uh, you know, are down. Because so yeah, I hear the one in San Jose is like facing shutdown. Yeah. Because so if they don't get a bailout. So uh, definitely take some time. Rather than donate to... Because nobody is the PayPal of Fanboy Planet, but but buy a can of soup, uh, donate food to your local food bank because this is going to be a tough Christmas. So that's our little give to Mervins. Yeah, they could use it. If you're in the Bay Area, second harvest. Second harvest, absolutely, yep. absolutely. 
So, on that depressing note, oh, but come and shop and buy. You know, most of the stuff we've talked about, most of it, uh, of course, that we would be into is uh, available here at Elusive Comics and Games, a store that's uh, doing you know fairly well. Where they do that? indeed sell the hardcover of. Where Illinois. is that store again? Just two seven two five El Camino Real Suite one hundred four in Santa Clara. Hmm. Two doors so. down from the Juicy Burger. Ah, oh, there you go. And we will most likely be with the listeners until up right close to Christmas, right? Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think so. So, yeah. so we don't have to send our Christmas wishes out right now, no, right? No, okay. No, no. Well, we have a Christmas special planned. And it's going to star B. Arthur, and it's going to tell the oh, story. Oh, you're not going to say the, we're doing the Christmas it's, special? It's the Wookiee Christmas. Ah. Uh, and, um, yeah. Huh. Should be fun. So, okay. so we're doing a Christmas special, I hear. So. I guess we can do that. We can do a Christmas special. We'll have Christmas at the Fanboy Planet. we got to so. have guests, though, for our Christmas special. Like, stop in. All right. Ow! Let's, not let's not now. now. It's, we're not shooting oh, it. Let's, okay, let's, next, let's next, see next what we can do. Maybe, maybe let's get Garcia we'll to dress as Santa. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe we can... Uh, You're going to try and make an effort to have all the alums come in. Well, there's, no, there's an event coming up here at Elusive. Jack Frost. I mean, Aaron Frost. That'll have some celeb. Uh, some uh, industry people that so maybe we can uh, record there. I don't know. When's that? I don't want to talk say. off air. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so well, until then, until that time, say. if you have yes, <laughs> if you have any comments, questions, because uh, we haven't heard from uh, Rob Cordaway or you know any little, of our listeners, little Mikey Wegger, man, I am worried about you. Where are you, Mike Wegger? He moved on. Rob Cordaway, where He's have you us? been? I haven't seen you since the Let's Day Show. Where have you gone, Rob Cordaway? It, it worked better in my head. Anyway, Rob we need some new listeners to write in. We need some Anybody, new people we can on, talk people. about. Questions, really, comments, if anyone complaints. wants to just listen, we're compliments. cool with that. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they are listening, it. I guess. Uh, so, you know, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Till then, and always, I am Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Michael Goodson. From the future, I'm Lon Lopez. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. And you. And I'm a bad influence. <laughs> you don't get me to turn your volume up anymore. Why? Because you were. Absolutely, ten decibels above everybody I else. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's because you Who's don't want this busty babe. I'm not going to get up on the microphone anymore. Instead, I'm this just going to talk like this, Rick. Thank you. That's Loki. No, Loki's Thank a woman. Thank you. Now. What? <laughs> when did that happen? In the pages testing, of testing, Thor. One, two, three, Thor. Testing. Testing. One, two, three. Uh, no, that's actually ironically. And is, and is it just me? Or does she look so much like? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, his name? Rock and rock and roll singer uh, Elvis. No, Paul no. Stanley. Uh, Carl Marilyn Perkins. Manson. Marilyn Manson. Yes, she does yeah, look yeah. a lot like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, no eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, not in, but, but not in that uh, promotional image. No, she doesn't look like Marilyn Manson because Marilyn Manson does not have. What I want to know is why is Namer in the Evil Group? 
Because Namor's always been kind of an anti-hero. They never know what to do with anti-hero. Yeah, he was Namor. not villain. He was in the uh, super villains, Marvel super villain team up. Yeah, team up. Hmm. Yeah. Also, remember the Defenders. Yeah, well, also an but Avenger. They're, but they're they're good users. Yeah, Namor's kind of bipolar. Actually, is that yeah. was John Byrne's little fix and explanation. So was here's my question: Was Osborne pardoned by the government? Because yes. I thought it was publicly known that he was no. Green Goblin. No. There was an issue. So what did they pardon him for? Spi- for? Was it Spider Man where he like he got caught in, on the ah, news? Ah, brand new day, brand new day, brand new day, brand new day. Only a race, brand new day. Reset. Only a race, Spider Man, not Osborne. Brand new day. Hypertime. Reset. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I do recall what you're talking about, where he was like, uh, and I can't remember what they did to explain, but he is pardoned and not known to be the, mm. go- the goblin. Because that was a big deal in, th- in Thunderbolts, where he was revealed to, oh, he has the Green Goblin costume in his like dress drawer, and he's been waiting for the it's moment to put it back It's just a souvenir. In. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I think I need to be turned up a little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ah, okay, that's better. Sibyl. So you, where you, you have to be a Neil Gaiman fan. A Neil Gaiman fan, but if Derek's but, a big Gaiman fan, I am. He, is. he likes Gaiman. I, I, you know, it's like, why do you even bother? <laughs> I just you know what I'd like. Fan of the you know what I, you know what I'd like to get you for Christmas? A Gaiman subtlety. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Anyway. If he only had some subtlety. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit. Sunnyvale. Out. Sunnyvale is definitely this you know, hotbed. Hotbed of undiscovered talent. I uh, agree. Yeah. Yes. You know, Except and, for you. And, <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> A lot of guys have made it. But What's I, next? You're still here. Uh, hey, you got your comics. Uh, you publish comics. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, you're the editor let's, of Family Planet. Let's cut this section out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Lon Lopez. Happy Turkey Day. <laughs> done? Yeah. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder. Are you done? You done? Wow. <laughs>